Hi and welcome to episode 104 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of This Reportage and This Reportage family and I'm a photographer too. Such a pleasure to chat to the fab Anna Backhouse for the podcast today. Originally from Portugal and now living in Dubai, Anna was ranked 25th in the world on this Reportage Family for 2021 with six Reportage Family Awards and a Family Story Award won in the year. We talk about one of her original awards in the episode today, as well as many other things, including her documentary family workflow and approach from inquiry to delivery, quite a few questions about her previous career as a flight attendant, why the lack of control in documentary is so exhilarating, our Netflix synopsis game, why it's so important to be resilient, social media and self-sabotage, and much more. Hey, Anna, how are you, how are you doing? Oh, oh, I'm fine, you're, you're amazing, Alan. How can I even get the first few words wrong? Oh, I'll have to keep that in. Hey, Anna, how are you doing? How are you? I'm very good, Alan. Thank you so much. Oh, good, good to hear. Thank you for joining me on here. It's awesome to talk to you. Um, because you're you're in Dubai at the moment, are you? Yes, I am in Dubai, and thank you so much for the invitation. I'm really happy for for your your invitation to be here. Oh, thank you for coming on. It's awesome to talk to you. Yeah, so you're in Dubai. You're you're based in Dubai, and you've lived there for quite a long time now. Yeah, I live here in July, ten years. Yeah, oh, wow, ten this years, year, gosh. ten years in July. Yes. And you're originally from Portugal, is that right? From Lisbon? Yes, originally I'm from Lisbon, born and raised and came here already a while ago. Okay. <laughs> Changed my nice. life. Well, I'm looking forward to talking about that um, a bit later in the episode. It sounds cool. So I've never been to Dubai. I've been to Lisbon just only the once. So it's beautiful. But uh, what? yeah, what's Dubai like? I've never been. Um, I say sometimes Dubai is a little bit like a playground for adults, <laughs> to be oh, honest. That sounds good. Because, um, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fun. Um, but living here is a little bit different, yeah? You can do everything, basically. What I love in the city is that it's so cosmopolitan. Right. So there's so many nationalities come together in one place. And uh, I like the diversity. Um, I I appreciate that. Um, it's It's also challenging because you have to um, be more, much more acceptance uh, on different um, different backgrounds and everything but this is what it makes it so special and I, I really um, I'm grateful for that that experience oh that sounds that does sound cool and what's what's the weather like I know I always mention the weather but what what is the weather like what's the weather like at the moment uh, now it's great to be honest now it's around uh, 25 during the day and oh. in the evenings goes a little bit down to 19 18 degrees but it's lovely the winters here are amazing um, uh, the the summer, it, yeah. yeah how hot is it yeah. <laughs> the summer though is a little bit harder because it goes up to 48 50 degrees and it's really hot wow. and it's just it's just difficult to be on outside, outdoors. I find it quite hard. Um, yeah, that's insane temperatures. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's everywhere air-conditioned then, I guess. Everywhere is air-conditioned. Yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes it's really cold. Actually, here we get sick more in the summer than in the winter because um, it's a huge difference of temperature between outdoors and then when you go indoors on any um, shopping mall or everything, uh. it's just so cold that uh, you have to actually have a jacket inside so oh, wow. you get more sick because of all these different temperatures 
That's funny, isn't it? Wow, that's that's bizarre. We don't get that problem in England. It's always just cold. Always just cold, really. <laughs> I, I know. I actually lived not in England, like I lived in England, but I lived uh, in in near Glasgow, so in Scotland. So oh, did you? I lived oh, there cool. one year, so yeah. So oh, wow. I know how the weather is. Yeah, even colder up there in Scotland. Isn't yeah, it? Oh, gosh. <laughs> and cool. humid. And what humid, were you What yeah. were you doing? Um, what were you doing in Scotland then? Yeah, when I started my journey as a flight attendant, my first episode was in in uh, in Ryanair in uh, Scotland. So I oh, went one wow. year to work for for them. <laughs> I was based in Prestwick, a small airport. Uh, okay. It was a fun adventure, I must say. <laughs> it was interesting. That it, oh, Scottish no, was, people are are friendly. They're nice, aren't they? They are nice. Um, my, I, a bit of my heritage is Scottish. I think Law, my surname, is a Scottish name. A, a fact that I'm sure you didn't want to know there. But anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you mentioned the flight attendant there, and I've read that on your bio, and it sounds so interesting. You, you went from you went from being an architect, didn't you, to then flight attendant, and, and yes. now a documentary photographer. It just sounds so interesting. So yeah, can you tell us, you know, just tell us more about that journey? Sounds great. Yeah, I think my journey has been climbing mountains and going down the mountains and climbing mountains again, because <laughs> I think every time you you start a new something, a new field in your professional life is always like a climb. Yeah, you always mm. do a new climb in your life. Yeah. And I I finished my university in architecture, then I worked a few years in Portugal, and it was quite hard to. And I also found a bit disappointing because I chose architecture because uh, I'm creative, right? And then in the end, you see that what you're doing is um, working in AutoCAD so much and just in the end, uh, designing the creativity of the others. That uh, is a okay. bit of uh, disappointment in a certain way. Mm -hmm. But I came to being a flight attendant a little bit occasionally. I was doing a lot of extra jobs uh, in hosted in events and things like that. And one time I... I was looking for more agencies and there was flight attendant uh, or hostess, uh, air hostess for Ryanair. So I just um, applied for it. I was applying for so many jobs. I applied for it a little bit for fun. But in the end, they called me straight away. Wow. I did the interview. They called me immediately. They told me that I would start the training. And then I thought a little bit about it. Okay, wow, well, this is real. And do I really want to do this? But at the time, I kind of have nothing to lose, you know. I was just, um, yeah, I was not really happy in my job. Mm -hmm. And I was working so much on extra jobs. So I said, why not? And I just I just took a chance and yeah. I did the tr my training. I went to work one year in, um, in, in so in near Glasgow. Okay. And... Um, you and went from, then, Port, from Portugal to Glasgow. That is, oh, man, yeah. going from such <laughs> lovely weather yeah. to like Scottish weather. That's, that's funny. <laughs> that was a bit difficult, I would say. A little bit of challenging, especially because I was very active. I, I had then school. I was doing a lot of activities back home. And then mm. I, Prestwick is really small. Right. Oh, okay. so all of a sudden I see myself. I said, Ooh, what am I going to do here? But you yeah. have a nice team of colleagues and uh, you just meet new people. And yeah, it was, was also a very interesting. I was going with two other Portuguese. We, we lived together. It was, oh, that's nice. It was an interesting experience. Yeah. Well, what's the and training after, like? Is it quite intense, <clears throat> intensive training to be a flight attendant, is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it was uh, already in that time was intense when I 
train to come to Dubai was even more intense. The training here was really um, a very complete training, I must say. Uh, obviously, okay. the aircrafts that we work in here are much bigger also, so safety right. emergency procedures have to be a little bit more thorough and everything. I'm not saying that it was not thorough at the time, but the aircrafts are much smaller okay. in, mm. in, uh, in, in my pre in Ryanair, yeah. yeah. I'm flying with Ryanair in two weeks, actually. I'm flying Ryanair. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah? Yeah, well, I must say that... Um, Customer profile was quite challenging in <laughs> where I was based, but uh, but it was it was a good experience. I enjoyed, it, especially with the the good thing of working in a smaller airline is that uh, you are you are flying with your friends. You know, after a while, you already your colleagues become a little bit your friends. So you have a really nice environment, work environment. Yeah, because you you're constantly flying with with the same people. That's cool. Um, Do you stop over at some of the destinations nice. that are like have? And go out partying no, and things. No, no. Oh, okay. There, no, no, not at no. all. Not. No. You just, uh, you just go back to back every day. You just go home. Which, if you have a family, gives you more stability, right? Mm, but when you, when you change your life to become a flight attendant, you definitely want to travel the world. Yeah. <laughs> say, and uh, explore a little bit that side. Um, Did so, you work for a few different flight companies then? Yeah, then I don't know if I can say the name. I think I can. I, I worked in Emirates here in, right. in Dubai. So cool. actually, I came also a little bit by mistake. My friend wanted to come, and I never thought about coming to the Middle East, to be honest. Uh, but she pushed me to go to the open day, and I said, okay, let's go. And then yeah, they make it really nice. Yeah, in the open day, they make it really, oh, wow, maybe yeah. I actually want to travel a little bit more in my life. <laughs> That's so, cool. and then I passed everything and then I ended up coming and she didn't. So I ended up coming alone. Oh, right. right. And um, yeah, it was, was tough also a little bit because I didn't expect to come alone here. I was expecting always to come with her. Yeah. Uh, but I also, once more, I had nothing to lose. I said, well, I'm single, I'm alone. Let's just go for it. That's cool. It's <laughs> brave. It's so, so brave to do something <laughs> like that. It really is. Massive respect to you for doing that. It's awesome. So when you... Yeah, but I can... Working for Emirates as I'm well, were you flying to more kind of long haul places? Were you having stopovers then and things? Yeah, there here was, yeah, we had, we have few flights that are back to back. So, um, right. few destinations which are closer that you go and come back mm -hmm. to the base, but uh, overall you, you overstay because the flights are long. So you have to have a rest in order to be able to be safe to mm. operate the flights. Um, Do they always put you up like really near the airport and things? Uh, no, not always. Um, there was, I, now maybe after COVID, I think th there's few few things that changed, but uh, at, at the time uh, we were sometimes in the center of the city, which was quite nice. Ah, cool, sometimes yeah. a little bit closer from the, um, closer from the airport so it really depends but um right. yeah do you have do you have a couple of nights or a few nights is it time to go out and party or do you just have to go to bed straight away and then you're working the next day type thing uh, <laughs> so depends <laughs> uh over, overall most of the labors were 24 hours but oh, okay. it allows you still to 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 do something um, sometimes when the destinations are longer, um, it was like US flights, for example, they were a little bit longer in some destinations which stayed 42, uh, because it's also 16 hours flight. So oh, right. quite, yeah. quite intense. Yeah. <clears throat> wow, but, that... um, 
Yeah, we always manage to do something. <laughs> oh, it sounds so fun. It does sound so fun. God, how many di- how many different countries have you kind of been to then? Oh, I think, uh, yeah, so like, I think like, I, I'm not saying that I was everywhere, but I was pretty much, I touched down in definitely other continents and wow. um, yeah, Australia, US, uh, India. Asia, so Russia, <laughs> so yeah, Man. pretty much I'd... we travel the world. So th- obviously, you're not always in the same destination, and this is the cool thing about it. Yeah, um, totally. Wow, it's so cool. I just find that so interesting. I find that so interesting. But I guess we should talk about photography. For everyone's tuning yeah. in, thinking this is this is not a flight attendant podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> that's my fault. I just find it really interesting. But yes, no, but, uh, how did you it's get a curiosity into that? Yeah. yeah, that people have this curiosity. It's kind of normal. Everybody asks me a little bit about it. So yeah, it's, bet, it's normal. Yeah. So then how did you so how did you go from that then to becoming a documentary photographer? Yeah, actually it's a um it came together, I must say. Um because I did um 2014 I, I got married and then 2015 we have we did um our honeymoon in Namibia. So we were oh, about nice. one month traveling uh in Namibia and I bought my first DSLR with the lens attached and without much knowledge in photography at the time, just the the curious knowledge, I I really enjoy taking photos and I really love the result and I was really enjoying myself because it's such a wonderful country, it's the wildlife, it's the landscape, it's the cultural and the, the, the different culture background everything so I was completely fascinated by by this trip and I I remember talking to my husband I said oh, I think I could do this for my life I love to photograph <laughs> to do photos and after that so there was a shift in me and I said I think I want to start really documenting my travels mm-hmm. and I want to invest more in photography so since then I signed up for creative life so I was oh, doing yeah. a lot of yeah, a lot of uh, online courses in there. In the beginning, more about travel photography, because I thought I wanted to become a travel photographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my dream, and because I was traveling, so it has to do. It had to do everything with what I was um, doing at the time. Uh, but then life changes, right? I was a mom then, um, and then I was always away after I became a mom, and I discover. Kirsten Lewis in the in the creative life courses and obviously I did all her courses and I loved it and that's when I said maybe I, if I would ever photograph families this is the way I would love to photograph them oh, and cool. um, and my son was the shift I think uh, especially because in the beginning I was I was away oh yeah that must so, have been so tough that must have been tough. yeah yeah it was it was challenging and this is collided with my decision of quitting yeah um, but he was definitely the main reason why I do what I do today, because um, I wanted to document every moment with him. Every oh. time I was on ground, I, I felt the need to create images to not forget. Mm. Because when you are so much jet lagged and tired, you just, your body is present, but it feels that your mind is just in a stage of foggy, right? Mm. So photographing him was giving me that um, that the material thing of I'm here, 
I'm, I'm present and I will never forget these moments because I'm, I'm photographing them. That's cool. So I know yeah, you're providing that, that was, for other parents and other families as well. Exactly. Exactly. And this is why I valorize so much details and small, um, there's some small gestures sometimes that people not even realize, but I find them so important because one day they will want to remember that little tiny gesture, even if it's a finger, <laughs> just twisting somehow in a different way, because um, it's important. And one day you want to remember that. Totally, totally. Well, and that time when you decided to quit um, your job then and, and pursuing this, was, was your partner, was he supportive? Yeah, that was, I plan my quitting for a while. So it was not the decision that I just made from one day to another, obviously. And, um, and he, obviously he supported me intensively because he saw that I was struggling. Um, and, um, That's cool. and when I decided to, to do it, uh, full time, I said, okay, um, I'm not saying that I'm old, I'm not old, but obviously regarding my age and everything, I said, okay, I'm, I'm, if I'm starting something now again, like kind of from scratch, I have to be assertive and I have to to do it for real. So mm -hmm. I I put myself on a mentoring program with Kirster, Jenna, and Ashley. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah. yeah, it was a there was a huge shift and um, that was amazing. I must say I owe them very much um, where I am today because Aww. it was really a huge shift in my mindset and everything. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. I love, I, I think I just find it so inspirational as well, hearing people's stories of, of just kind of going for it, realizing that what they're doing at the time. And the same for me when I was doing, you know, a very boring SEO job before becoming a photographer, I was getting so stressed and unhappy and I just got to go for it. And my, now my wife is, uh, she quit her job um, about five weeks ago. So she's only got about one week left and it's, it's really exciting. It's scary, but it's exciting as well. Yeah, I always say that it's to jump into cold water and the moment, the moment until you jump is hard, right? Because that's mm. when you start making the decision. But when you jump, you have no option. You have to swim. That's <laughs> so, true. That is a good analogy. And, and that's really like this. That, that was pretty much how I felt when I just, after I'm making my decision, I was just like, okay, now I jumped. Now I have to swim no matter what. Yeah. So, I and uh, yeah. Now that's Since such a good I've analogy. Oh, that's good. <laughs> swimming and swimming really well as well. Because I mean, you you've done you do so well. Your work is so good, Anna. And you were recently in you ranked 25th in the world in the Shopitage family of 2021, which is such an achievement. So congratulations on that. Was was that Thank fun you. to find out? Yeah, I think the 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 best part in this all this journey it, it's been a an intensive journey. I, I must say since the beginning. Uh, and the moment I took this mentoring, it's been not only a photographic journey, um, journey, but it's been also a very deep inner within myself journey, right? Because um, one day, um, person and Jenna, they said, the uniqueness in you, you just find within your own story and your background is what makes you unique and your vision unique. And these words just stick in my brain so intensively. And I just was self-reflecting about my whole story since the beginning, since I started basically my life, right? 
and I'm tr trying to find this these connecting dots between um, between my previous jobs and everything, and between my my photography uh, vision. Um, so and I and it's been intense in this aspect of going deep within myself, but that also shows into the creative part of the process and, that I, and, and the work I'm building in photography. And this is what I find really fascinating. Oh, yeah. That's cool. That's so cool to hear. Ah, and and um, when you decided to really go for it, when you took that plunge into the cold ice bath, as you said, I'm one of those lame people, by the way, who just, it takes me ages to get into the sea. I'm like gently tipping toe forward <laughs> and just like, oh, I'm, I, I, I need to just jump more into it. Um, but yeah, when you made that decision, you did that mentoring as well. How then did you kind of get your first kind of family clients? How did you get your first kind of lot of work? Yeah, so my business is not long, but um, it's been going, thank God, quite uh, going well, I must say. And um, so I quit in, I make the ju jump in cold water in February <laughs> uh, 2020. So really in the middle of a pandemic, oh, I didn't wow, even yeah. know that the, the world would collapse. No, what, a ti what timing. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that the whole world would stop, right? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden was really challenging that time because I jumped, right? And then all of a sudden I was traveling the world and from one day to another I was close with indoors with my husband and my son full time. Right, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, oh my God, my, what have I done? Gosh, um, yeah. A good but, time to be uh, out of we, the flight industry though, probably a good time to be out. Yeah, yes, I, yeah, I think I, I actually, it was somehow meant to be, I don't know. And um, in September, then I opened my business and uh, I got my first clients. And since then, it's been going well. Yeah. Wow, September really good. 2020. That's, that's really soon. Yeah. That's, that's only about 18 months, isn't it? Or, or, yeah, it's yeah. not even two years. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, how did you get I, those first clients? I was very assertive. I said, I need to go for it. Um, well, I... Instagram was a good a good point starting point. I must say that here um, the moms groups are really good. Um, right. It's a good way of publicity. So from time to time, it's good to make a post in in the groups of moms because uh, mainly the clients come from the mother side, right? Mm -hmm. I'm talking about mainly uh, family. So when you show your work and you show what you do in in these places, that's already a visit card for having clients they see it they like it that's and, a really good idea yeah it's it's a way of of they at least they get in touch with you right it's that first and then it's word of mouth right then the moment you have the first clients the first clients recommend you to other clients right and mm. and then to other clients and from time to time you keep posting on instagram and then you keep posting on these mom's groups and then you have already clients that are already Word, word of mouth and I also must say that I'm very personal so sometimes when I'm uh, with my son in the playground well I always I also connect with people I was also connect with other moms right I tell them what I do um, if I see uh, interesting family I approach them I don't that's know so I cool. just, really just, that's so cool <laughs> this kind of thing that I just go there I said hi how are you and I said, ah, you have such a lovely family. And then I just start talking a little bit about what I do. And I think when you show the passion of what yeah. you do and how you do it, I think that kind of shows to other and people connect with you. 
and then you give your business card and then eventually they contact you you know that's so i cool. really believe in personal contact it's I'm so, still a believer on that oh that is so cool that is honestly so cool that's so it's so i just honestly just massive respect for that that having the confidence to do that as well i think a lot of people <laughs> probably myself included would would be too scared to do that but you're you know you're really getting the ball rolling as you say you've really gone for it and i have a massive respect for that i think that is really super cool and um you I, get a, i always a, think no no sorry I, I just say i always think what is the worst that can happen right That's true. Yeah. approaching someone what is the worst that can happen they just <laughs> grab your business card and they throw it in the next bin they have yeah. available right yeah that's definitely. the worst that can happen to you oh yeah you're so, so right anna you're so right people we should do that more definitely i just i find that so cool to hear definitely yeah it's awesome i know someone uh, a wedding photographer when he's shooting weddings, he will notice when like guests have like an engagement ring on and he will go up and talk to them and offer to take their portraits and things. And, and he gets lots of business from that, I think. So yeah, it's all good, it's all good. Um, one that you mentioned think, there about, oh, sorry, you go on. Yeah, you go. No, I say, I think people like when you are personal, right? When you show a little bit, to, because we don't sell only photos, right? We sell ourselves also has personalities, our, our personalities, our way of being. It's the experience the client has with you. It's the whole experience that comes with it. It's not only about the photos you take and you deliver to them. It's about the time you spend together. It's about the connection you have with the client. It's all this is, it starts with the first approach, right? And I have a son which he's almost four years. So it's in the right age to connect with other, other, other families with in the same type of um, background. So mm -hmm. I take this, I'm, I'm honest, I take this opportunity and I do it. <laughs> no, it's great. Honestly, Anna, it's awesome. It really is. And you get a good sense of you and your personality and the way you work from that video you have on your about um, page on your website. Yeah, about Which, me. Yeah, I think that video is great. You know, it shows you photographing a family with your your voiceover talking about it all, and yeah, and you look so you seem so friendly and approachable on there as well. I think it's a really, really good idea. Yeah, can you tell us a bit more? Was it tell us a bit more about that video? Was it was it hard to get done? Did it you know, or did you always think you wanted a video there on the website? Yeah, I always wanted a video because I felt um so. Our, our documentary family photography is a little bit of, it's, it's coming more and more, right? But mm. it's still, clients still need to, it's a, need to understand how really it is. Mm. Uh, and, I, and here I'm, I'm trying to, to open this door for documentary family photography here because a lot, mainly the families are looking more for lifestyle. That's the gender sure. that it's more um, because it's candid, but still very pretty. And, and I'm not saying that documentary is not pretty. I mean, but it's real. It's more real. Mm. It's more raw, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm always, I always do a little bit of, I always have this work with my clients when they approach me. Did you, did you manage to see my website? I send them the video in order for them to really understand what is it about and what I want to, them to connect with my work and with myself. The last thing I want is that a client wants something, lo is looking for a completely different type of work. Mm -hmm, so sure. I really do this, this, and I think this video helps me to show them how I work and what my approach is. And they really understand better when I go photograph them. Uh, and I wanted it in my in in my website. I was very nervous when I did that shoot. Yeah. But the video the videographers were great. Also super relaxed. Um, they are 
they also do documentary uh, photography, but more into uh, portraits and um, travel photography. And so they were super relaxed. They they relaxed me in, in a certain way. Um, I was very comfortable with the family. I already had photographed them. They are actually now. I'm I'm honest. They, I photographed them. I I met the the mother once on a flight. Then I photographed them one time, mm-hmm. and the second time, so I was already connecting with them. And now we are friends. Actually, photographing oh. them make us make us become friends. Oh, isn't that cool? Uh, that is so and, cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, are they in Dubai um, as well, or are they in Portugal? That's yeah, lovely. they're in Dubai. Right. Yeah, they they are Portuguese, but they they live here. And obviously here, I also believe that you connect more easy because we are all alone here without our families, most of us, right? right so it's okay. more easy sometimes to even become closer from other people when you truly connect. And uh, yeah, so mm. in the end, it, it went well. Uh, and um, and did yeah, you it, d- it was... Did you just approach the videographers with an idea in mind for the video or did you talk about ideas together for it? Um, I had clear in mind what I wanted but mm, obviously okay. I discussed the, the, with them and they suggest few things and um, so it was I'm a team player so I liked working in, especially sometimes in the creative process with uh, with something that I'm not so comfortable which is the video mm. I always like to take their their ideas in and uh, so together we build um, we build the final result but I had very clear what the, the, the frames want. I wanted that I wanted a little bit in my home show open also because I think we have to open a little bit ourselves also a little bit for our clients right we mm-hmm. ask them to be vulnerable and if we are not capable of being vulnerable a little bit ourselves and show our lives then it's something it's just not 100% fair like uh, it's true. not fair maybe this is not the right the right word but you know what I'm saying yeah mm. it's um it's that a little bit true. you show you show yourself and you ask them also to to open their doors of their house. So I wanted to open the doors of my house for them um, to cool. show a little bit that side of my life. And that's, um, that's really interesting to hear from you about that reciprocal <laughs> openness. Sorry, I'm so bad with words. Reciprocal openness. Ow, what? <laughs> but but you're so right. We do ask clients to be um, to open themselves to us. And then like I don't really show much of me on my social media, you know, and stuff. I don't show much behind the scenes. So maybe I, I should do that more, I think. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't find it easy, Ellen, to be honest. Um, I, I sometimes struggle. I seem a very extrovert person, but I have a very introvert and kind of even shy side on me. And I don't find it easy. So I have a love and hate relationship with social media. And sometimes, I give you an example. I think we also doing constantly, we artists tend to self-sabotage ourselves. A lot of times, imagine I win an award, right? I'm super happy. I post on my social media. And then my social media for a while, I just kind of boom a little bit. And then during, imagine like two weeks, I'm just quiet. I don't know. I feel that excessive of, Putting myself out there just gives me, at the same time, a little bit of a discomfort. And I just like, oh, let me mm. just stay quiet now for a while. <laughs> and I, I, always, I, also, I also feel that it's a little bit of a self-sabotage sometimes that we do with ourselves. And I'm constantly working on this to not allow this um, um, feeling to take over. So more and more I'm trying to know I'm going to show. I'm going to show a little bit about my life, about myself. I'm going to show more. Yeah. It's it's a process, I think. It's not um, 
an end goal. It starts with little steps, and then the more comfortable you are, I think, the more you show, I guess. Oh, that's so interesting to hear. And I know I totally relate to that as well. And I think a lot of people who are listening to this will totally relate to that as well. Yeah, that self-sabotaging thing. Especially, yeah, definitely. I was blogging a wedding personally in my own photography the other, just a couple of days ago. And it's, it was so, oh, I just found it, it's so difficult sometimes to look through my work and thinking, is this, is this good? I don't know, you know, and oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's all just, it's up I and know. down, isn't it, for us all, it really is. Yes. Yeah. But it's, that's what I talk a lot with, uh, you interview Marisa Martins and we are good friends and we talk a lot. And uh, sometimes when I'm kind of in these moments, I call her, I said, Marisa, <laughs> let's just have a chat. And it's good to have a friend like this in the photography world, yeah, that you can just talk about these things. And it's, yeah, that's really nice. I think it's, all of us feel the same. All of us have this feeling that you are just describing right now. Yeah. And, mm. um, and it's in a certain way, it's good because that's what makes us want to work harder and get better and that's do better true. in the end. Yeah. If mm. we don't have that, we just, ah, I'm comfortable. I'm doing my clients are happy with my work. Ah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you take true. this approach, then you don't grow, right? You just mm. stay. And, um, yeah. So I no, think this so is true. a good, yeah, a good feeling. Yeah, I guess it's, it, you're right. It's true. We, 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 I guess we don't stay complacent then. We do, as you say, we do grow. Mm, that's true. Ah, it's cool. I was, I'm really enjoying this already, Anna. It's so good. You're, su you're such a great thank speaker. You. You're so good. You're so natural. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank and that you. comes that's across in your, it comes across in your video as well, though. And I just love that, that video. I think it gives such a good sense of you and, and, and what you do. And, um, as I say, you look just so friendly and approachable on it, which I think is awesome as well. So I need to thank do a you. video. I think I, I just I think it'd be fun thing to do as well just um people to get more of an insight into yeah as you're saying the person behind the camera as well and opening up more mm. I do always say I need yeah. to do things so don't I? I always do on these podcasts and uh I'm, I think I've got my to-do list must be about 20 pages long I think and anyway <laughs> <laughs> I know I have this I have the same don't worry <laughs> yeah. okay good that's, that's good <laughs> Um, okay, Anna, let, let's change tech slightly. Let's change tech. Um, do you watch do you watch many TV programs or movies? Oh, I was afraid that you're going there. <laughs> <laughs> terrible there. <clears throat> I do watch stuff, yes, okay. but I'm terrible with names and yeah. uh, telling you. So maybe if I want to tell you a name, I tell you, I think this is this movie that talks about this, but I just never know the names. I'm terrible okay. on that. Okay, well, that's good. I'll let you off then with that. <laughs> so you know what's coming yeah. there. It's good. I, I was just like, the other day, I, was, I wanted to say the name of Meryl Streep. And I, I just described the whole actress and I couldn't say her name. I just can't. Be, I, I sometimes I have these kind of blanks in my brain. That it just doesn't come out the name. I have a problem with names. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't work right. Well, we'll let's see how you get on with this one. Um, you know what's coming then. Yeah, I'm going to say a few kind of synopses and we'll see if um, you can get it. And hopefully people enjoy playing along with this Ooh. at home as well. <laughs> no, the pressure, the pressure. Oh, um, I'm getting nervous now. <laughs> With you talking about Meryl Streep then, were you talk because she was in that recent Netflix film, wasn't she? That Don't Look Up. Wasn't she in that? Have you seen that? I didn't I didn't see that yet. Yeah, I'm, uh, it's on my on my faves faves list, but yeah. we didn't watch it yet. It's quite interesting. I quite enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed it actually. I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Anyway, okay. Um right, so are you ready for your first one? Whew, I think I am. 
<laughs> this one, okay, this this one is an older movie. Okay, and um, it might be animated. Just to give you a clue. Okay, right. So, mm. okay, Belle, a village girl, embarks on a journey to save her father from a creature that has locked him in his dungeon. Eventually, she learns that the creature is an enchanted prince who has been cursed. The the Belle and the Monster, no. Oh yes, well yes, that's a different. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the, is a different name. Beauty for and it. the Beast. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Boom. That is good. Straight in there, Anna. That is good. First is, <laughs> is gone. I love that. By the way, that's one. I think that's my favorite Disney film. <clears throat> I think it's my favorite Disney film. Yeah. Robert, yeah. I, I, I used to watch. I, I love Disney films. I, I was I was crying. I don't know. Oh <laughs> I'm yeah. Very sentimental. They are emotional yeah. though. They are emotional. I am super emotional. I always cry. One, one of the but saddest bits it. of any Disney or Pixar films. Have you seen Up? Do you know Up, that Pixar film? With the balloons, no, where the yeah. house goes carried away in a, on loads of balloons. No, oh, okay. But the I first... Did. No, okay. The first, no. the first five minutes of that is incredibly emotional. Ah, I, th- that one is with... Um, I know, I didn't see the movie, but I see some scenes of that movie, and they are super emotional. It's with uh, very funny characters. They, they, they wear glasses, right? The, oh, yes, the old they, guy does, yeah. And... Yeah, the old guy, yeah. I know I know which one you're talking about, but I didn't watch the full movie, no. Just oh, okay, some cool. uh, few bits of it, yeah. Okay, cool. Anyway, okay, so we've got Beauty and the Beast. That's great. Oh, um, uh, The main character is called Belle, and I, my daughter is called Bella, so we partly named um, our daughter after Belle in Beauty and the Beast. I thought she was very cool. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. again, another fact that people have no interest in. <laughs> it's funny. Okay, this next one. I love that name, actually. It is I'm lovely, really nice. isn't it? Yeah. It yeah. Is Belle, yeah. Isabella, I find it beautiful. Yeah. Um, okay, so second one. This one is a much more recent series, okay? Much more recent, like it came out very recently. Okay, so a wildly talented high school girls soccer team becomes the unlucky survivors of a plane crash deep in the Canadian wilderness. I don't think I watched that movie, but no. I heard about it. Yeah, it's a Caesar, it's a series. It just came out, I don't know, a few weeks ago, I think, or a couple of months maybe. Not sure. Mm, that's when I'm gonna fail. <laughs> oh, don't worry, don't worry. That is called it's called it's called um yellow jackets. But I find it interesting if it's on a plane crash. <laughs> I watch oh yes! It. Oh yeah! I did. But I wonder if I picked that subconsciously because. Yeah. Oh yeah! I guess. Did you? Can have, you, you believe? Must, you must have experienced watching, some. T- oh, sorry. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was watching sometimes when I was a flight attendant. I was watching sometimes a documentary about plane crashes, and I oh. said to my husband, "I don't know if I should be watching this." No. But gosh. I kind of like it because it because I had all these emergency and safety procedures in my brain, it kind of gave me more awareness even, you know, so I kind of liked to watch it at the time. Wow. So it was a bit crazy though. <laughs> <laughs> that is a little bit crazy. <laughs> yeah, I guess you must have, you must have dealt with some passengers who are very afraid of flying. Did you have that do you, experience yeah. of dealing with them? Yeah. Few, not not a lot, but yes, the few. I had one lady once, almost spending the whole flight in in the in the. Uh, in, we call it galley, the kitchen in the plane. We call it uh, the galley. Right. So she spent almost the whole the whole flight in there talking, just because she was really. And we were t- uh, helping her to get distracted and talking to her. So the seatbelt sign was off, so we could we could have her there a little bit, um, right, okay. just to be more reassured that uh, everything was fine. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah, yeah cool. I had a few. 
How many flights do you think you've? Sorry, going back. It's so funny going back to the flight attendant. <laughs> how many flights do you, do you know? How many how many flights you've taken in your life? Actually, I didn't. I never count them. Uh, I know I put it on my website uh, around eight thousand. I think eight thousand hours wow. or something like that. I, I put on my on my website in about me. I have there because uh, we receive. We don't receive a count on the flights, but we receive a count on the amount of hours that we were right. in the air. Mm-hmm. Wow! So I think I, I I have that on my on my about me. I cannot record now by by heart, but uh, yeah, wow. it's it's a lot of hours. That is a lot of hours <laughs> in the air. Wow, that's amazing. That's cool. Okay, right. <laughs> Let's go back to Netflix. Let's go back to Netflix. Okay, okay. okay. A fi- final one and a final one. Uh, this one again is is very recent and it's been spoken about quite a bit on social media at the moment. This is a clue. Okay, so it's it's a Netflix series. Um, it, mm-hmm. Okay, the synopsis is. Posing as a wealthy, jet-setting diamond mogul, he wooed women online. Oh, okay. I watched yesterday. Oh, did you? (laughs) What is it? The Tinder smuggler. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, the Tinder swindler. That's it. Oh, nice. Cool. Cool. I've not seen it. Is it interesting? Is it interesting? Oh, I was really shocked about how he managed to woo. Wow. His really. level of of uh, lack of values is incredible. Wow! Uh, okay. You know, you really, you really have to to have absolutely no empathy, zero empathy for people to in order to be capable of doing such thing. It's just, um, I think I think he's a, a completely blank person. These persons that just. Don't feel and just completely uh, also basic. He just, I think he's just a person that completely uh, is amazed by material goods. And and that's what, that's the only thing that matters for him. So (laughs) it was, uh, was interesting though. I really, I I like to watch it. It was an interesting Uh, watch, but. I'll have to check yeah. it out. Well, that's, that's. I wonder if subconsciously, because in the synopsis for that, it was jet setting. And the other one had the plane crash in that I asked you. I wonder if, because I knew about you as a flight attendant. I wonder if that's why I chose those ones. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. But it's okay. I didn't do so bad. I got two out two of three. Two out of three is good. That's really good, Anna. <laughs> Honestly, that is really, really good. So, yeah. Congrats. That was good. I enjoyed that. It's fun. What, what are you, are you watching anything good at the moment? Um, well, to be honest, we sometimes watch a movie, sometimes we, because it depends on the time of my, my son goes bad and the time we want to go bad. And we, because usually we watch a little bit more in the evenings. Um, we are watching one, actually, uh, there's something that I really like is about traveling. I don't know the name, but, um, it's uh, a series that, uh, it's three um, persons and it's, they travel the world into uh, and then they stay into different locations. So one of them uh, gets a luxurious hotel, like oh, yeah. a luxurious place. Mm-hmm. The other one gets a unique place, and the other one gets a low budget place. Oh, that does sound really and, interesting, uh, actually. And it's it's actually I do, I just don't know the name, see, but it's really mm-hmm. interesting. I really like because I I feel that I travel a little bit with them, and some of the uh, places yeah. uh, are really the experiences they they have. So one of the last episodes was about um, they chose places that give you also a, a um, food experience. Okay. So and then they cho- they have the the one that is the luxurious, and they have the one that is unique, and then they have uh, the one that is low bu- low budget, and they show the different places they 
they travel and they stay. It's a lot of Airbnbs and we have no idea how, how amazing places sometimes there is on Airbnb that it's not the biggest chain hotels, right? It's just really like unique uh, houses that people have and they give you these unique experiences. Is- so, and we are a lot Airbnb travelers. So, okay. Uh, I think it's the the most amazing vacation rentals. I think it's the name. Oh, okay, most that amazing sounds, vacation rentals. That is so a I cool recommendation. Okay, that that sounds yeah. good. I like I like that kind of thing. I went through a stage a few months ago of just of watching travel videos on YouTube. There are just so many YouTube travel vloggers, you know, and they're just so good, so interesting. I really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah it's really good. Fun. Yeah. I I don't know. I, feel, I miss traveling lately. Now I'm going back a little bit on travels because uh, the, the world is opened up again a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, for me, that's completely stopped was was a huge change and I miss it. So somehow watching this, it gives me a little bit of sense of traveling. Yeah, <laughs> so, vicarious uh, traveling. I get that. Mm, I get that. Do you go back to Portugal so, much? Do you go back to Portugal much? Um, yeah, I tried to go i'm going now in march um i'm going now to visit my mom unfortunately she's not uh, doing very well so i'm going to see her and then in june um i intend to go to go again and stay maybe a little bit longer we do a longer holiday just running away from the heat here Uh, so we we tend to go always to to go to europe in in the summer here because it's it's nice there. Yes, a bit more temperate. A bit more temperate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, cool, Anna. Let, let's let's go back to your photography as well. And um, mm-hmm. one of your specific Reportage Family Awards that I really love, and I, I think it was one of the first ones you won from us, um, is of a child in what looks to be in a paddling pool, I think, and they're tipping a white bowl of water over themselves. You know the one I mean? Ah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it was one of my first awards, actually. Yes, it yeah. was, isn't it? Yeah, and you've captured it with this is a brilliant symmetry and like this, the converging lines of the paddling pool and the bowl. It's such a great graphic image. Can you can you tell us a bit more about that shot? Do you remember taking it? Sure, of course. Um, it was um, during it was in in the summer of. 2020, uh, actually, that I think I took this uh, shot, if I'm remembering correctly. And we were having um, a nice lunch in, uh, we have a kind of a country house in in Portugal. So we were just having a nice lunch outside. The kids were just all over the place. And there was, uh, we don't have a swimming pool. So we had just this small pond pool, (laughs) kind of. And the kids were just having so much fun. And when kids are having fun, Anna is running after with the camera because I just enjoy it. And uh, I was just with my with my camera and I see her just having a blast, filling up this uh, bucket of water and just throwing over herself (laughs) and filling up again and throwing again. It's just like, oh, she's having a blast there. So I just put my camera up because I found it was really the best angle to to take a little bit that movement and kind of mm. her feeling of, oh, this is so cool, so refreshing it is. And um, yeah, and then I, I just try to, because obviously that blue, the blue from this kind of, um, this sweet, small oh, swing for kids. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah this, this, this blue for me is a little bit like, oof, that blue, what am I going to do with it? So it's, it's trying to think a little bit outside the box in the moment, right? And to make it work mm. nicely. And um, 
and that's what I try to do, and 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 it works. No, it <laughs> I really, really like works. That shot also. <laughs> I love that shot. Yeah, it's such a cool graphic image. I love the colors in it, but I, I just yeah. love that composition, the symmetry, and as I say, the converging lines. The bowl perfectly lines up with like where the paddling pool would converge as well. It just brings your eyes yeah. right to it. It's um, yeah, super cool. Cool. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, thank you for talking about that. I really enjoy that. I love, yeah. I love yeah. I think. I, I think a lot of times uh, is is about um, yeah because we I think in our type of style of photography we are constantly facing challenges right we are always um, dealing problem solving correct and um, yeah. yeah a lot of times is about problem solving and uh, but this is what I love about it because it's challenging because it's not the same it gives you this challenge all the time to also to deal with frustration a lot of times sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't right and you have to say when it's not working you have to find other ways in order to make it work especially when it's client work right we have to to be sure that okay i have to make it work how am i going to do that and constantly question yourself what is the best way of seeing what is happening in in front of us and what is the best way to to translate this moment and what it, what it, what are my my downsides uh, in this case for me it was a little bit that blue that was huge right if i would put too much of this blue then the whole image would go for the blue and not so much for the action itself so it's constantly problem solving i find and but i love that in a certain way that's really cool yeah really cool to hear you talking about that and i'll, I'll talk about it semi but you mentioned about problem solving there um in a second but i just want to say to people if you're listening do head to this reptilesfamily.com or this reptiles.com i'll include that reptiles family more that anna just spoke about yeah and kind of actually linked to what you just said there is i i found this quote from you on your instagram which i really like i just really like by the way so i'm just gonna say it thank <laughs> you <laughs> yeah i thank think it's you. great <laughs> it's quite a long quote but i'm just gonna say it anyway so, and you said um what drives me the most in the documentary approach is so many times the lack of control. That's exactly what makes me be switched on at all times because what I am really hunting are the most unpredictable, unexpected, random and non-controlled situations and moments. Those are my photos and the ones I love the most. And yeah, and I, I, just, I, just, I just think that is such a good quote. I love that. I totally agree. Um, I love that kind of total lack of control too and the unexpected, the unpredictable. Um, yeah, so I just, it's not really a question. Yeah. I just think that's such a cool question. It's, it's funny no, though, isn't it, Alpha? A lot it of was people... very honest. Those words are very, very honest. I'm, uh, I'm kind of, I'm very honest on my, that's, that's why I don't post so much. Sometimes I just don't feel, when I write, I like to write it from the heart, right? So it, it has that. to come from inside. And sometimes I just don't feel like, and this is when I'm a little bit more quiet. And that's my struggle. I need to find this balance between sometimes coming from the heart and at the same time, posting more often right well so, but i but, think that's what gives you your authenticity and integrity though I mean, a lot of people do just post things uh, probably myself included just post things on instagram because because we should you know in inverted commas and then maybe the heart isn't in it but you're staying totally true to yourself and you can that comes across in your words so i think that that's more important than just posting things every day that regular regularness that's not even a word alan man i should honestly i need to just you, I, I can't believe i actually went to university and studied english you would be shocked, wouldn't you? shocked but um but that quote there about loving the kind of lack of control um you know it's funny isn't it because for a lot of people in life you know they want to be in control but I think as documentary photographers, we have to embrace not being in control, don't we? We have to love that. We have to love that element. And and I do love that. And the more I do, the more I love that. And I think after, so in my previous job, I was much 
controlled, right? I had to smile. I had to have right. my grooming. I had to, I had to always be up to standard, correct? Mm-hmm. And I think the moment I broke through, I just, and I embraced my creative part. I just want to break rules. <laughs> you know, I just mm. want to, I cut my hair. <laughs> I just, I just want to, to feel free to, to bring this freedom out of me. And uh, you see that in my, uh, like, I, the more I observe my work and also self-reflect on it, I, the more I see that, like, I, I have also this photo from the flowing hair, right? Like, I love flowing hairs. I just love them. I'm attracted by them because it gives me this sense of freedom. I love when I lower my shutter speed because I feel them. I'm there with them. I feel that movement with them, right? And that movement, if it gives me just a tiny sense of freedom, oh, I love it. And I just enjoy photographing these moments. And um, and this is all about lacking of control and lowering your shutter speed and just work through it. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's not guaranteed, right? That it's that I'm gonna have the shot I want because it's not easy to to do the, the sometimes to work with such lower such a speed. But at least I give it a try because that's how I'm feeling that moment in that specific situation, right? Mm-hmm. So I I try to embrace it and not be afraid of it, even though sometimes I do. <laughs> so, but oh, yeah, so cool. it's a little bit always going out of your comfort zone, right? Um, mm. that's what works best yeah that's what pushes us and yeah no I totally totally agree I love that it's so cool I'm just here sitting here nodding you can't see me but I'm just so nodding and smiling <laughs> you speak so well it's really cool Anna. it is it's cool oh, thank um, you. oh no yeah, you're very welcome you're so cool um so Anna yeah can you talk us through maybe let's go a bit more to nitty-gritty of kind of how you work I think people would be interested in that you know could you could you talk us through what a typical family shoot looks like for you you know maybe from the beginning if you do any kind of prep work if you do any of that or you know from starting the session arriving at their home or wherever you do your shoots what equipment you use just a general overview of how you, how you work sure um so I've been adjusting few things with time and uh, right now I I'm working um I have um a client management program that, which I'm completely in love. I don't know if I can say the name, but I'm really, I'm you really can, happy. You can, you can, it's fine. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm using Sprout, Sprout Studio and okay. it's absolutely amazing uh, because it's everything organized in one place. So mm-hmm. I have the contracts, I have, um, so the moment the client, so it's directly connected with my website, the moment the client comes to me, it goes directly into, into Sprout Studio. They become already a kind of a potential client there, That's right? Cool. Mm-hmm. And so I have all my emails, you know, you create your base emails and then obviously I, I adjust because I said to you before, I'm very personal, so I like to be personal in, in every request. So there's always a few adjustments that I do in every email, but obviously I have a base email that I have. Sure. Um, and that, uh, that's when I give my prices and, and then if they want to go ahead, I book, usually I have a Zoom call with them, with most of them. If it's a full day, sometimes I... I offer myself also to, to do a presential meeting with them. Okay. And for me, this is the first, it's like when, when you want to, 
in the wedding photography when you do the the engagement shoot, right? It's that mm-hmm. first connection with the with the family. I find it important because I'm so personal. For me, it's very important. It's to, to build that first connection. I like to to arrive at my shoot and know all the names, the people who I'm photographing, who are they, and just a little. I don't ask many questions, but I just want to break the ice before the shoot. Mm, That's how sure. I like it. That's and either I do it through a Zoom, or uh, if it's a smaller session, usually it's through Zoom. If it's a full day in life, then I do it uh, sometimes even presential with the client. Right, sure. Cool. And, never, on, um, never on Skype, is it? Never on Skype. <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> because most of my clients are from here, so they also don't have Skype. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. That is funny. Yeah, funny. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why I use Zoom. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, and then I go, I arrive in the day. I usually arrive early because I also like, you know, to prepare my gear, interact a little bit. It's not that I arrive and I start shooting. <laughs> Here right, my camera. Right. Here's me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm outdoors, I'm usually with two cameras. Um, I'm usually with, um, and I, I, I use the Canon EOS R. Oh, and nice. when, I'm, when I'm outdoors, I'm usually with the 35 um, millimeters and I'm with an 85 when I'm indoors usually I'm mainly with my 35 that's what I use indoors sure. sometimes if the, if I take my 24 with me and if uh, if the house is too small or I have I see that I have too, ma- too many narrow places then I I take out my 24 and I I work with my with my, my 24 but because it does a little bit of distortion Overall, I I stick to my 35 indoors, right, okay. and uh, nice. and then we go through. Then I connect. I talk with them. It's not that I'm there just observing them, just <laughs> sitting there. Here I am, hidden, and trying to speak, speak <laughs> all the photos. Yeah, I, I talk to them. I interact with them. I like to get to know them. This is, you know, my previous job. I was always about interaction, connection, talking to people getting to know a little bit them. And in this, I bring, I bring a lot from my previous job into my photography job, to be honest. Yeah, um, so cool. we, we talked a lot about my previous job, but I bring a lot of <laughs> things that I learn and skills that I learned there. I, I tend to bring a lot in my new, um, in my photography and in my, in my approach to clients, in the way I, 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 I connect with them yeah That's i bring cool. a lot of that mm. i'm genuine i'm honest with them i i ask honest questions and i and it's always gives a very a very comfortable i i feel very comfortable and i feel that they feel very comfortable and they, and they tell me this is the feedback they tell me in the end and this makes me really happy Oh, that's really nice. And I can feel that. I can feel that, you know, you would be someone who I would love to capture my family because I just get that just great sense that you're so lovely and you'd just be lovely to have around photographing us and I could be natural. And you, and you get that sense from talking to you. So I think that's that's really cool. Mm. I actually, the I recently photographed um, Agatha, the family of Agatha. They came to, on holidays to Dubai. Oh, so, cool! From Agatha, oh, from from the, the TIR yeah. member. Oh, yeah, from yeah. yeah. I, I didn't want to say her surname because I don't think I'd be able to pronounce her surname properly. Yeah, again. I yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, her surname is not the easiest. So, no. but in the beginning, when she approached me, I didn't know that she was our colleague, and 
just afterwards I knew. And then I, I went to, I was like, oh my God, I'm nervous now. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm photographing her. Yeah. Right. It, you feel a, more responsibility when you're photographing a colleague, right? I it's bet. just yes, even definitely. more. Mm. And, oh, that must uh, be fun. That was that was, over, over in Dubai, was it then? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was in Dubai. She came here on holidays. So I, I did a day on holidays with her oh, and uh, it was amazing. I had, we had, I, I had a lot of fun and I think they also had, we, it was really nice to get to know her also. Oh. Uh, we also talk a lot about photography. We also talk a lot about my, my previous job, everything. Yeah. So it was really nice. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. That's really nice. Uh, when was that then? Was yeah. that quite recent? Or when was that? It uh, was uh, uh, December. So it was in December oh. that they were here. And uh, so it was good. in December that we... We were together. It was really, it was actually really nice. That's cool. Oh, I want to see the images. I want to see the images. Yeah, cool. I have, yeah. I have already a few in, uh, in, uh, in the, in the, in my, in, the, in the portal, in the, in the in, tier. I already oh, have cool, a few okay. there. Oh, super. Only if I recognise her then. Oh, that's cool. Because I've not met her in the flesh. I've only spoke to her for the on that podcast interview actually. Yeah, but, yeah. she's really nice. Her family is also lovely, and her kids are amazing. They are super to photograph. They oh, really? Oh, cool. <laughs> It was so funny. Oh, they are really cool. nice. And, and how, how then, how do you um, deliver your, the images to your clients? You know, that's something I've not actually, don't, don't generally speak about much on the podcast, actually, but everyone has their different system of how they deliver their, of, you know, their end products. So how, do, how do you do it? Uh, I do it through the same. So in, 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 in Sprout Studio, the, the clients have a portal. So okay. they, they have, the moment they become my clients, they have a portal where everything is handled through there. So the contracts, um, invoices, everything is through there. Okay. And then the galleries also will appear there. So I, I create the gallery and I put in the gallery the high resolution um, and, um, and then that's how they, they have access to yeah, it. Um, and they see it and they see it. Um, so yeah, and then, um, I am not the best still in the, um, in-person sales to be honest, yeah. uh, but, uh, I'm trying to get that part also in place. Um, right, okay. and this, uh, uh, Sprout is also amazing in order to organize that. I just, what I'm trying more and more, it's to check my workflow. And trying to, because I want also to dedicate myself more into personal projects because they really um, satisfy me and it gives me a lot of pleasure to work on personal projects. And I want to dedicate more myself on that. So I'm trying to bring my workflow, the, the things that I can make it a little bit more easy in order to have a more um, f fluent, I don't know mm. if this is the right word in no, English, that is, sorry, yeah. but yeah. more 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 fluent workflow that I'm doing everything possible and impossible in order to bring that in place. Because wow. as you say, I have to do lists that are endless. <laughs> I still like sometimes to do, I, it's not because uh, I have my clients. I like sometimes to do my still some portfolio shoots because I think you are more relaxed sometimes on a, and it's, it's nice to, to still be free to just be creative and not be worried about the client mm. that is paying you, right? Just so completely be so free that you can just try new things, even if you want to, right? Mm. So from time to time, I still like to do this. Usually I, I do it with friends. Uh, they, they are happy and I'm, I'm, I have fun. Uh, but I want to dedicate myself also on some personal projects, which um, I've been working mainly on the mentoring 
programs I've been in, uh, but I want to do it also for myself because it really, it really helps me. It's um, it, my creative part, let's put it this way. Oh, that's cool. Mm, cool. And it sounds like that Sprout Studio is a, g- a good thing in like really nailing your workflow then. It sounds a good thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm still getting a hold on it, to be honest, because it's really, um, there's a lot to, that you can actually do in there. And uh, they have videos and everything. I'm still uh, slowly getting a hold on it. But it's, I must say that it, I'm completely a big fan of it. Mm, <laughs> I've just been doing good. it. Sounds it's, good how it uh, integrates with your website as well, right from the beginning. Yeah, the, mm, it's for me, it's worth the investment because the amount of time it saves me in so many tasks. Because investment sometimes in certain things, we have also to think how much time I have saved to have yeah. this. Okay, so yeah. you invest because obviously it's a program that you have to pay a fee, right? Mm-hmm. But if it saves you time, you have to balance your hourly rates, right? And you have to think maybe it's worth it because then yeah. I have more free time. And I personally, the part that I less like on our job is definitely the, this business managing part, which is contracts, invoices, answering yeah. emails and all this part, which is, it's not the creative part, but we have to do it, right? It's part of what we do. Mm. And um, if I can have something that really makes my life easier on this, then yes, please. <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally I find get it that. worth it. Yeah, that is just that's just great life advice, I think, because time is well, I said, oh, I'm gonna say it's such a cliche, but it is the most precious thing, isn't it? And you just, you just, um, and I'm realizing that more as well as, as, as time goes by and I get older and older. I've got so much more gray hair now. I really do. It's like the other day, I, I, I've a few, oh no, I was gonna say, no, I might as well say it. Yeah, but a few gray n- nasal hairs. That is like freaky, you know, shouldn't have. That's charming. Yeah. You should <laughs> no, know by not. now that gray hair is charming. <laughs> so oh, embrace it. I tell my husband, just let it grow your gray hair. It looks perfect on you. No problem. Uh, I can't even grow it though. So I'm, I'm virtually bold. And the only hair that I do have is gray. So. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh well oh well still um, charming don't oh, worry yeah <laughs> well this 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 is why it's good this podcast is audio only you can't see it you can't see it <laughs> um and awesome it's been I, I just looked down we're over an hour and that's really has flown by flown by oh look another yeah. flight attendant thing in there flown by, <laughs> flown by. <laughs> do you by do when you do your family shoots by the way do you tell them about your former job do they bombard you with questions like like i have bombarded well, so- I already, because, you know, Dubai is big and small at the same time, right? Okay. Uh, fly attendants here are quite an immense, uh, big community, right? So I already photograph ex-colleagues. Uh, uh, when I say that my previous job is, oh, I was also. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and that, and we, we already have that connecting point. Um, yeah. I, I do a lot of uh, birthday parties here also because I think people associate sometimes documentary photography a little bit more with the candid moments on birthday parties. So. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. I'm. I'm request to do a lot of them, and uh, yeah, I already did um, a lot of uh, some. I worked with some co- ex colleagues uh, oh, that I just cool. discovered them when I talked to them. Obviously. Oh, that's funny. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Small world. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so Anna, okay, we've just got time for one last question. Then, if that's okay with you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, so we're going to ask, what would be your top tip or top tips? to help someone become better at the documentary side of family photography? You know, it's just, what is, what would be the, 
well, just anything that you think could really help them get better at the documentary side? I, I listen to your podcast and I could say the same as many of my colleagues, but for me, one thing that it's really a key point is resilience. Yeah, I think being resilient in how you work is really a key thing because it's, it's the, the keep on trying that it's going to make you better. It's the keep, it's the never giving up. It's the, no matter if you win an award or not, no matter if you, um, if you fail one time, two, three, keep on trying. And eventually you will get there, right? And if you give up, you will never know, right? And it's the resilience that you have, the persistency on pursuing what you believe and that inner voice that you have inside you that will make you be better and work better and improving your skill. This is what I truly believe. And I have my moments also, but when I have those moments, I keep on thinking on it. And I said, okay, I will keep on trying. I will get there. And, and then when you get there, you, get, you want to get to another place. <laughs> but it's good. It's a good thing, you know? It, and it's not a competition thing or anything. It's, it's you within yourself, mm. with your inner voice, yeah? Bringing it out. And um, th there's many people that start photography and then they give up because they say, oh, I cannot get clients. Oh, I cannot, you know, keep on trying. Mm. Do not give up. If you believe in it, if you really love, if it's, that's what is your passion, keep on trying. Never give up. I think that's super advice, Anna. Really, yeah, really, really great, really great. Oh, awesome. The whole thing's been great. I've so enjoyed talking to, to you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank thank you. you. It thank was you. really a pleasure. And oh. I'm so relaxed right now. I was a little bit <laughs> in the beginning, I would say. But I'm so relaxed now. You were oh, such that's a pleasure great. to talk to. Oh, you really were. You really were. I really enjoyed that, Anna. And that really did fly by. And I, I didn't just, I, I'm not purposely putting another flying jack there. It really did. It really did fly by. And um, yeah, I just really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you for coming on, being so open, so honest. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah, thank you thank you so uh, much Helen for the invitation no oh, thank you for accepting it and hopefully I will get to meet you at some point that would be awesome one day that would be really cool yeah maybe next year on the Christmas uh, yeah. event I would love to join one day I oh. really want to do to one day try to go so oh. let's let's see if it's next year if not then maybe eventually on another another event let's see yeah, that would be super cool, Anna. It really would. It would. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for speaking to me. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see you. Well, maybe see you at some point. But yeah, thanks so much, Anna. Yeah. Thank you, Ellen. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the 104th episode of the This Is Reportage podcast. Love talking to Anna. Hope you enjoyed listening too. Head to thisreportagefamily.com or thisreportage.com for a link through to her website and to see the specific Reportage Family Awards you spoke about on the episode too. We now have 104 episodes of the podcast available where we speak to family and wedding photographers from all over the world, delve into our back catalogue to hear from the likes of Lisa Hu Chen, Rowena Meadows, Christian Levin, Alison Bounce, Emma Collins, Alice Chapman, Frank Boutonnet, Adam Johnson, Richard Skins, Sana de Block, Elke Van Rulo, Valter Antunas, The Framers, and many, many more. 
If you're not a member of this reportage or this reportage family, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images on your profile, 60 individual award and 18 story award entries per year, invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts, hours of educational videos featuring tips and advice from some of the world's best photographers, and much more. Submissions are open now for our next award collections. We have six award collections per year, so every two months. The deadline to submit is the same for both our wedding site and our family site. Submit by 2359 GMT on the 24th of March, 2022. No poses, nothing staged. This is Reportage. And this is bye for now. <laughs>